for they shall inherit the points. All right. Um, We're going with that one. Still. A certain amount of they, points. Yes. Mount. Random oh, number. Oh, they generated. shall inherit a... Inherent? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's intrinsic to their nature. Okay. Be- nice. The points become you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Beatitudes. Welcome to the bonus episode of Giancarlo Bernini as our guest. This is the Beatitudes, a show for Christian men where we grow together in humor and holiness. And it's really a practice in going in depth of authentic fraternity. I'm joined by this man, Paul Kolker. Howdy, howdy. And this man, Nick Besner. What's up? You guys are amazing. Oh, dude. Stop it. Thanks, dude. But dude. keep going. What else? When Nick and I were at a, a big, uh, whatever it is, men's conference, everybody that walked by, we'd say, dude, dude. Hey, dude. And they'd look at us and be like, what? Like, <laughs> nobody's yelling out, dude. And then we'd hand them a sticker. We know you're a beata dude. And they'd be like, oh, yeah. I do like podcasts. And we'd say, <laughs> you are not allowed to take another step till I watch you subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> Show me your subscribe button. No one said that, Jeff. No. Uh, you are a force. You're like you're like a used car salesman for podcasts. Wow. Hit, hit the plus sign. Yeah. It, it's kind of like my magic. Yes. And speaking of Nice segue. <laughs> you are so good at segues. Yeah, speaking of magic, uh, we have with us Giancarlo Bernini back for the bonus. How are you, buddy? Yeah, doing great. This is called the Giancarlo Bernini bonus. It includes magic tricks. It includes going even deeper, if that's possible. I mean, we all just bared our souls in a previous episode. Yeah, but... Where are we going next? Uh, let's find out. Oh, my goodness. I love <laughs> it. I love it very much. Okay, well, cool. Well, we want you to be a participant yeah. in the newest named improv game of all time. Paul, what do you got for us? This game is called Blessed Are the Joke Makers. <laughs> <laughs> they shall... Accent not required. <laughs> For they shall inherit the points. All right. Um, We're going with that one still. A certain amount of they, points. Yes. Mount. Random oh, number Oh, they shall inherit a... Inherent? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's intrinsic to their nature. <laughs> okay. Be- nice. The points become you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Save it. Save it for the stage. Here we go. All right. So what we have is we have a character card and a question card. Show them to me and I'll get my brain going before you read them. (laughs) Oh, is that a reference to the last episode? (laughs) Yes. Okay. And Giancarlo is going to join us for this. So as this character, we have to answer this question or or fill in this blank, whatever it happens to be. So here we go. Got it. As a practical (laughs) joker. Blessed are they. Blessed are they. As a practical joker, I'm always surprised when blank. As a practical joker, <laughs> I'm always surprised when I actually toot. <laughs> Is that a reference to whoopee cushions? Man, you are so Gen X. <laughs> that wasn't like a big thing about the 80s, okay? It wasn't like we're all running around with these things. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure you always had one on you. I'm going to go with the same accent. Let's just keep this alive. <laughs> As a practical joker... <laughs> This is like a panini. <laughs> I like setting up a Rube Goldberg machine, which is incredibly impractical. <laughs> nice. Thanks. I know what that is. All right. As a as a practical joker, <laughs> I'm always surprised when the black feathers stick better than the white feathers. <laughs> Tar and feathers. Oh my gosh, what? 
It's so dark. It's a practical joke. I'm always surprised when the cup doesn't fall off the broom. You know the... <laughs> right. <laughs> so my favorite one growing up was you take the cup of water and you put it on the ceiling. You have yes. someone hold it up with a broom. Man, and I thought this was a magic joke. No, no. It's a bra- <laughs> you, you just have them and, and you, you, you make them think you're doing a magic yes. trick. And then you just walk away. Oh... <laughs> That's actually the I, best one. It's like, we're it's just, the best, it's we're the best just one. slow. You grew up in a different house than us. <laughs> yeah. I think we just give it to Giancarlo. I think that. we Absolutely. do. You got 185,000 <laughs> That's my applause. Yay. Yay. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Speaking of magic broomsticks, you got a magic trick for us? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Um... Awesome. You're just with Paul? You yeah, bet. sure. Paul. Cool. Yes, I'm... We'll see you... In a moment. Let's hope. Okay. Cool. Oh, yeah. I might I might vanish. Whoa, you made them disappear. Whoa. Okay, so it's just... I can do that. Yep, so Giancarlo, it's just you and me. You're going to show me this magic trick here. Uh, you can watch it on, on YouTube if you'd like. But also, we're going to be... I, I'm going to be describing some of what I'm seeing. Giancarlo, of course, has his, his whole patter and all of that he's going to run through, I'm sure. So... Let's see how this goes. Yeah, no, let's do it. So in this bag, I've got a couple of Rubik's Cubes. Uh, oh. And there's one more thing in there, but we'll get to that later. So can you take your cube and just mix it up? Just mix up your cube as, as much as you want, as much as you can. Okay. And then whenever you feel confident that it's really mixed up, just take the cube under the table. It's a trick cube, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's that's part of it, too, is I want you to make sure that it's not going to spin a certain way or it's not going to do anything. You really are in control of how all these parts okay. are moving. Let me make sure everybody can hear this. Oh, nice. Okay. It's right. sufficiently mixed up. Sufficiently mixed up. So go ahead and take the cube, put it under the table. Under and the I table. want you to just uh, mix it for about five seconds. Okay. But this time, you're kind of trying to solve it, if that makes any sense at all. And don't try too hard, but I just want you to know what? that as you're mixing it, you're you're really trying to solve it without looking. I'm going to do the same thing. So just going to count down from five to one. You just keep mixing. All right, five, okay. four, three, two, and... Uh, one. Let's take a look at the cubes. Okay. Okay, you didn't really... I mean, there's kind of... There's two orange ones. Yeah. Two blue ones. Okay, they're not super solved. Sure. But I also didn't tell you what the solution to a Rubik's Cube looks like. Good point. Because people assume that a Rubik's Cube looks like the same color on every side. That's These what still look mixed up. Okay, yep. yeah. But if uh, you hold the cube you mixed up and the one I mixed side by side... Wait, what? Notice that uh, these two cubes just happen to look exactly the same on that side. Okay, that's... Yeah, that's weird. And also on side number two. What? And side number three. No. And side number four. And five. And six. Nice job, dude. What? Um, <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> at, at this point, people are always like, well, you don't actually solve the cube. So if you want to just tell the audience listening what you're seeing. I'm seeing a lot of colors, and you're moving it around, and you're sort of solving it right now. And it's, okay, the, solid, the sides are getting more solid. Yeah, you're, okay. Wow, it's solved. Yeah, you just solved it. One-handed, yeah. One-handed Rubik's Cube solved. Now, here's the thing is uh, we're in this uh, brand-new office, so there's one more thing that I want to point out. In the bag is a... Chocolate Rubik's Cube? Oh, no. no. I wish. Okay, it's a little yeah. glass jar. All right. And we've got uh, the cube as well. So I'm going to put the glass jar inside of the little bag where everything was once. Mm-hmm. And put that in there. And uh, so cube and jar go in the bag. Yep, and the jar was empty. Jar was empty. They're both in the bag now. You're rolling it up like a sack lunch. Yep. 
brushing them together. What? Okay, there's rattling. And uh, if we did this right, we should have a uh, what? Cube inside <laughs> what? of a uh, a jar is uh. Um. Yeah. So this is the Rubik's cube inside of the jar. And, and you'll notice something about the the opening is yeah. Uh, the opening circular smaller than the cube and smaller than the cube and that cube should not be uh able to come out of that jar or so, in that jar it's just kind of stuck there now answers the age-old question to the square peg round hole That's yeah incredible so, wait uh, no, seriously how did you do this that is a uh a gift for you guys for, oh uh, we get to keep this yeah you can keep that that is for you this it's is just a rubik's now. cube in this a jar is, i'm not taking yeah. this home a rubik's cube in a jar and it's solved so uh don't have to be perpetually frustrated. That's fantastic. For sure. And, uh, yeah, and we've got the video, too. So if uh, you're listening and want to want to actually see the cube go in there, you can head over to the YouTube channel. Yeah, check yeah. us out on YouTube at the symbol at shift to the Beatitudes, but it's the underscore Beatitudes. Check us out. Wow. John Carlo, thank you so much. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what just <laughs> happened? I don't, uh, I don't get it. I yeah I don't know how that how and that the, worked and the paper bag was smashed so there's nothing you know oh it was just a different yeah like, it was like crumpled it, together anybody listening to this show I would love your feedback of what it was like to experience magic through Paul <laughs> <laughs> Paul basically just had the scales removed from his eyes is that taking it too far oh I see oh, what you did there well played yeah, yeah thanks um, Giancarlo. <laughs> This is incredible. Last question that I have, again, kind of mixing in. First of all, thank you for bringing magic on a podcast. Yeah, of course. No, we're, this is a blast. pushing the envelope Let's here do is what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, right. <laughs> Cutting edge of... Yeah, Has to be seen to believe. <laughs> Not anymore. I'll tell, you no. the, I'll tell you the real magic here is Paul remembering our YouTube handle at <laughs> shift to the <laughs> underscore. Like, woo. That's it's basically a blockchain code. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there What's eventually. What's your private key? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll raid eventually. Uh, last question is you do a lot of apologetics work. And people will be, and for those of you who don't know apologetics, um, what's the best way to describe apologetics? The defense of, yeah. or the... It's, it's to make a defense of the faith. Yeah, right. and so when, when somebody's saying, you believe this, and why this, and how come you don't X, Y, and Z, an apologist, a trained apologist, can go through not just the thought process of why, but a lot of times also helping the person to understand from a, a reasoning and a logic um, walkthrough of where something came from. I see you do a lot of apologetics work. What is either a question that you love to answer that you get a, a lot, or something that you were challenged by that you had to take further? Like just one of these apologetic moments that really kind of stands out to you is the question. Yeah. Um, I think the question that is my favorite to answer is the cosmological argument, the, you know, where, you know, who, who if God created the universe, who created God? Or or those uh, beginning of the universe type questions because yeah. those are interesting scientifically, philosophically. I guarantee people listening want to hear this one. So keep going. All that. I so you guys made magic. You put another body in between the two of you. You used to be so close on this podcast. Yeah, no, we're trying to edge y'all out of the, <laughs> of the video frame. Nick and I are we're like getting for cut, space. Cut out of the frame. We can, we can I don't back. like magic. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, keep going on this. Yeah, yeah, no. So, so, so this question we're talking um, on the earlier podcast about uh, the word abracadabra, God creating something from nothing, and uh, but I'm really fascinated by the time argument, the idea that. Uh, Everything in the universe is kind of bound by space and time, and so uh, you have the universe has to have a beginning 
because you can't have an infinite regression of time. It's a philosophical impossibility. But God is not under those laws because he cre- if, if he creates the universe, he's outside of the universe, therefore he's outside of time, therefore he's not limited by the constraints of, of how time works. So it's that question of the universe has to have a beginning and it has to have a creator outside of time because the universe contains time. I'm doing a really bad job of explaining it in a nutshell, no. but this is this is the stuff that fascinates me is delving like this is like a 30 minute conversation. But yeah. Yeah, so clearly everyone at this table understood Completely. all of that, but um you know, just in case if anybody else, you know, like explain it to us like we're 5. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so uh if you were to walk into a room and you had a rule book and you're like Basically, the rule is if you see a name on that piece of paper, uh, you have to – you leave it blank. You don't do anything because there's already a name there. But if the paper is blank, then you write your name on it. Okay. So that's the rule. As yep. Anyone who walks into this room, if the paper is blank, you write your name on it. If Got it's it. not blank, it already has a name, you just leave it as is. Yep. If every single day a man walked in the room, well, today if you walked in, the paper would, would have a name on it because somebody walked in there yesterday. Yep. And then, it, but but the guy yesterday did he write his name? No, because the guy before him would have written his name. Mm-hmm. But if that keeps going, then somebody had to do it first, right? But who's the first guy? But who's the first guy? Like, if nobody can write their name, then how did how how is the paper not blank? Which is an analogy for that question of infinite regression of time. No, if every if every day there is a. Uh, you always go, oh, well, there was a yesterday. Well, there was a yesterday. Well, there was a yesterday. There was, yes- there was a yesterday. There's all these paradoxes that happen where you realize there's at one point there has to be a beginning of time, right? If I tell you count to infinity and then ring a bell, you're never going to ring a bell. Basically, the universe has to experience infinity in order to get to today. And if the universe has to experience infinity to get to today, today never arrives. You pick any point on the timeline, you never get there because you have to experience infinity to get there, which is why the universe has to have a beginning. It can't have always Ooh, existed. That's interesting. Yeah. You now, for those of you listening to this podcast, you can listen at half speed if you need to digest that, because I'm I'm trying to well, replay that in my I head. That think was really we could good. Maybe help them out for a second here. Um, I want to help them kind of to see inside of what I'm feeling in this room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought you were going to be serious for a second there. Nope. Nope. You think, no, we just need to use. No, that was too uh, much credit, Paul. That was. <laughs> No, I, I do think that's that is a um, there's phenomenal. There's, yeah, there's so much to contemplate there. I'm I'm just trying to digest. The get to the end and ring a bell, but you would never get to today. Yes, argument right. is that's a good one. That's a great one. Right. If it's so, an there infinite. must be a beginning. We put right. this guy on the spot, and he crushes apologetics on one of the hardest on an pieces. Explain it like I'm five. Yes. I'm <laughs> trying <laughs> to. Well, I feel like the name the, the name thing is 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 an example of one of those paradoxes. But the bell thing kind of gets across the you you have to have a beginning. You can't just say well. The universe has always been around. And that's impossible. You can't have an infinite regression of time. You can't have an infinite regression of time is actually one of the new headlines of our podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's what we're going to call this episode, I think. <laughs> Giancarlo Bernini and the infinite, infinite regression, regression of, of time. time. That sounds like a great novel series right <laughs> there. Well, listen, let's uh, wrap this up with yeah. how can people follow you and get in touch with you online? Yeah. Um, Bernini Magic on Instagram. I'm super active on there. Uh, CatholicMagician.com for church-related stuff and uh, berninimagic.com for college shows or corporate events or anything like that.
And I hope that people are rushing out to watch this. Your Instagram is one of the greatest. Nick is always coming up to me like, did you see what Giancarlo did? Like, you're putting great stuff out there. I've seen you do apologetics online, too. So you are living it. You are the ultimate beatitude. dude. We're so grateful to have you in our first season. Um, I'm just pretending like we have seasons here. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to go with you. Yeah, it's happening. So, yeah, um, I'm on board. And for being our guest today, in addition to the socks you got on the last show, you get a sticker. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, thanks for all your hard work. <laughs> Here's a sticker. Awesome. And uh, Giancarlo, till we see you again and everybody else, until we get back together, we will see you in the Eucharist. God bless. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to join us at our undersized table, subscribe to the video version of the show on YouTube by typing at, that's the symbol at, so shift and two on your keyboard, at the underscore Beatitudes on YouTube. We'll see you there. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.